you have creepy uncles everywhere, but don't worry about it. We're going to get into it. Um, Some of them are creepier, I think. Than- I, know. I know. No, trust me. Um, I have definitely had my share, but I think this is like the funniest story <laughs> for me <laughs> in like my life. So. I see you. It's me. 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 Welcome back to another week of the It's Me Show podcast. And remember, my job is to make your road to Friday a lot easier. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where in the world you are, mi gente. I hope that you're enjoying this Memorial Day weekend. And if you're working, I hope that you're having an awesome day at work. And happy Memorial Day to all the vets and the current soldiers. We appreciate you and, you know, all that you continue to do. And thank you so much for tuning in on this lovely Monday where either you're working or you're barbecuing to tune in to episode five of the Funny Gals Talk. Hey, what better way to continue or to start your Memorial Day celebration and to start your week than to listening to yours truly, Michelle S. and J.S. talk about shit. And as Roy Jones says, y'all must have forgot because <laughs> this is definitely, this is, this is what we do, right, Jay? Like we wait till the very end to record an episode. <laughs> We're like last minute people. But they're the best, trust me. Like, they're the hard workers. They're just overwhelmed. They're crammed all the time. This is why they're last-minute people. And I love this so much. I know. Usually, they're the best. I, You know what? And I think as the older I got, the more I accepted who I am. And this is what we do. We're just last-minute girls. All the time. Look, all the time. Like, one of my sister's friends was talking to her, like, about this guy, okay? And she's like, you know, I found his wife and he's just such a hot guy and blah, blah, blah. And I found the wife and my sister's like, girl, there is a skill called husband hunting and I do not possess it. And I am very cool with myself, accept myself for it. And honestly, because yes, I know a lot of my friends who get the best dates ever, who don't fall with creeps like 100% of the time and who get the best husbands even after, you know, struggles and stuff. My sister and I like, Two idiot like me of course i'm the bigger idiot when i like the <laughs> when i have a crush oh. on a guy i'll be like oh you suck and all the stupid verbal diarrhea comes out <laughs> and this ruins the whole thing of course mm-hmm. and my sister is like i don't know maybe just she's so professional and so firm and she doesn't know how to express it like a lot mm-hmm. i don't know but for me i'm totally cool with who i am even with all the losses Right. Thank you. I appreciate that because for a long time, okay, so veering off our topic for a little bit, for a long time growing up, I'm always like, well, why don't I feel like I'm a lady sometimes? And sometimes I'm rough and I'm like a procrastinator. And, and then you try to like work around all these things, but it does, it just doesn't feel natural. So eventually once I started accepting myself, I'm like, oh, I'm just a cool person. Like, this is just who I am. It's okay. I'm awesome. I'm awesome. Hello. Why? I have a lot of cool things that other people can do. Can people pull off this thing that you're doing? A podcast and a job and kids and a life? No. 
can people be as funny as you are? No. And same goes for oh. Jay. How can people be translator, funny Jay, cool Jay, awesome Jay, translator, brainic Jay? No. So there, everybody has, I don't know. For me, I think a lot of people have, everybody has something that is really up and something that is real down. So for me, I'm a last minute person. I'm just wacko. I'm socially weird. And I just, <laughs> and I say the wrong comedy at the wrong time, probably to the wrong people. So yeah. Yeah. I get it. Before I thought I was socially awkward. And then I realized it's so loud out there. New York needs to shut the fuck up right now. All right. So since I completely forgot what the fuck I was saying before when all this shit was going on, <laughs> I'm just going to keep going. And in case you guys forgot, Jay and I talk about our normal everyday past or present lives because it's basically comedy. And I'll make sure I mention this again for the baddies that are tuning in a little later. Um, but we like to share it with you all. And on this episode, we are talking about the creepy uncle. <sighs> this is what we're talking about. And for me, so New Yorkers, I mean, I don't want to say just New Yorkers, but we say unk, some, some of us, like, you know, kind of like a slang term, like, oh, what up, unk? So this is what we say. So this is what I'm calling it because when you read it, it quickly looks like uck or like yuck. So I think it kind of makes sense visually to yeah. word it this way. What do you awesome. think? Right? I love it. Yeah. So. Before we get into it, you know, we have to do our mental health check. Mental health check, please. Thank you. So. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we have, it's like an order. <laughs> Is what we do. So, Jay, tell me how you're doing uh, mentally. How's your I'm health good mentally? I'm in a really good place and I'm so happy with it. Yay. That makes me happy. Oh, baby. Oh, I, I love, love that. <laughs> Jay's in a good place, y'all. I love that. I love that. Um, I am also in a good place. I haven't said anything yet, but you guys will hear it now. I submitted, I did say in last week's episode, I submitted a whole bunch of like voice acting auditions. And I got a call back for one. Oh my God. I'm so excited. I'm very, very excited. I'm not sure what the rules are, like releasing like names and stuff like that. It's, it's like a, you know, it's actually their podcasters as well. I'm very excited. It is, you know, a small role. Well, for me, it's huge, but you know, I feel like it's just a small role. Um, so oh, it's wait, be pretentious like actors, like, there are no small roles, only small oh. actors. Sorry, you're right. Damn them. Fuck that. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, one thing I always say, I have not been trained in like the world of arts and acting. That is not my thing. I literally go with the flow. <laughs> so like, but you're the best. You have the best voice, best accents. Come on, you should have done it, you know, like way before. I'm happy that now that you're getting in the podcasting game, maybe it gave you even more inspiration to go out and pursue it. And I totally see you doing it, man. Come oh, on, I'm so happy. Thank it's been you. Thank you so much. No, I definitely, podcasting definitely opened it up for me, especially being comfortable hearing my voice back when I'm editing and stuff, because I used to hate that shit. So definitely opened the doors. I got a lot more comfortable. And honestly, I didn't even know like how to get into it. So 
this was just really an experience. I don't want to say it was a roller coaster because it really, it's not, it wasn't like that. Detrimental. It's not a roller. Oh my God. This I wish crazy. I could say it's, it was a roller coaster, but it's not, yeah. Sam. It was a roller coaster, but we made it. <laughs> See, this is something we cannot do. Some people do stupid shit and they just pretend it's the hardest thing in the world and effort they put into it, you know? And we just can't. You're just low key. Like, you're doing a lot of cool shit and you're just so good about it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, you know, it happened. So I'm very excited for that. Um, so I will give you guys more details as they come. But that is what little old me is doing. All right, awesome. So I have been doing a lot of running around and helping out my son, you know, settle in. He got his new apartment. I'm just giving you guys a little, you know, a little bit of me. Yeah. I know. It's about time. My oldest son, uh, my oldest biological son, because I do have a bonus son, he got his own apartment. So I've been running around. We've been doing a lot. We've gone through a lot, but so happy, you know, that everything's good. It's been very overwhelming. Um, super That's overwhelming. At times. I know. I'm so excited. Thank you. But good nonetheless. Good news. So mentally, I am super healthy right now. I know. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So this week we're talking about creepy uncles because I think we all have one and at least, or we had one or we currently do still have, because that's one thing. Sometimes they're still lingering around. You're like, all right, I'm old enough to know you're a creep. So back up, you know, they're still around, but I think that at least everyone I've spoken to has had a story, a run in or an experience with a creepy uncle. What about you, Jay? Is that the same for you? You know, how it came to mind when I was just chatting with one of my friends, kind of like a foreign friend, and she told me everybody has a creepy uncle. And I was like, no, I don't. She's like, come on, search, dig deeper, you'll find. And that's when I started reviewing all the uncles that my sister and I had when we were little. And then, oh my, she, I just told my sister even because the incident that really sticks to mind happened with my sister. So this was totally like, girl, he was a creep. And we didn't know at the time. So this is how I discovered. Right? Really? Honestly. Mm. But that's usually what it is because when they're creepy, they're very sneaky about it. You know? Yeah. However, we always add a funny twist to these stories because it wouldn't be us if we didn't. And yes, this is a serious topic. Remember, Jay, I told you I was going to have to make some disclaimers here. But we are sharing our experiences and this is how we decide to talk about it. So don't come for us. Also, comedy or maybe I should say humor, is subjective, so fuck you. <laughs> <That's all. laughs> Sorry to offend, guys, but this is what right. it is. Besides, exactly. we're not just talking about making it light or anything. We're just talking about personal experiences. Like, I know, of course, some stories have really, really darker undertones, but ours are just, you know, like, um, stupid shit, really. Mostly not an aggressive thing, or else we would have taken other measures. And so, yeah, just keep in mind, this is, very low-key, very fun, very, you know, like, balls out. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate that. This is why we're a team. This is why we're a team. See, this is what we do. Then we start talking about other shit. We veer off, and we're like, oh, my God. And then it's like, wait, wait, we're, there's a show going on. <laughs> <laughs> because we love each other. I think we love each other so much, and we're just so comfortable. This is why we veer off topic all the time. It's like, oh, girl, did you change their couch? Wow. <laughs> Oh my god, what's like it? No, but this is literally like a FaceTime. <laughs> like we're just FaceTime. I know, I know. I know. And I'm glad people just love it because it's just yeah. us being us. We're not doing anything, you know, like 
scripted or shit like that. A thousand percent. Like this is how we talk. Even when we send DMs to each other, this is exactly how we talk. Like there's absolutely nothing different. And honestly, girl, I'm just amazed at how we got along so well because I don't, like I talk to a lot of people, but I don't get along with people as in, you know, like intimate and just ask me about health and shit like that. No, not with everybody. So I'm just amazed. Maybe because we're, you know, like birds of a feather. We're kindred spirits. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. My perfect baby boy. Can you believe Paris Hilton has been faking it? I mean, this this woman, I used to believe this was her voice. And then I hear it's like, yeah, this is my, ooh. Yeah. She's, remember, she's like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. But then when you hear the story and she tells the story as to why she had to, like, yeah. have this front. I'm just like, oh, honey, you had traumas. You were, it was like a coping mechanism. Exactly. Felt bad for her. But it is very interesting how now... Oh my God. What was it? She used to say this one word. No, that's hot. You remember she used to say. <laughs> you have the best imitation, girl. Come on. She used to say that all the time. That's all she used to say. Like, oh my God. She would walk around with her little puppy and her little bag and she'd be like, mm, that's hot. <laughs> I was like, what? Awesome. You're doing it awesome. Yay. Thank you. I, I have to embody Paris Hilton. When I- <laughs> please, please. <laughs> All right, so for this episode, I thought, why not make it Shakespearean in nature or maybe not Shakespearean per se? But, you know, back in those days where people were fucking weird, but, like, weirder than people are right now, like, extra weird, you know, they were usually like, boundaries? What boundaries? <laughs> what are these boundaries you speak of? That that kind of weird? So what do you think? I know, I know we're having some back and forth with this, but what do you think about just that scene? Is that cool? I love it. Let's go, babe. So, as always, let's talk rules. Bro, okay, we never follow them. Ever, (laughs) ever. Every single episode, we never fucking follow the rules. But it's cool to say that we're structured. I promise you. I feel, I do feel a sense of accomplishment when I'm like, well, I have rules. (laughs) Even if I don't follow them. At all. And I'll be the first one to break my own rules and then get mad and like, oh, well, that was me. <laughs> Cut it out. Right. 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 That's hot. So, <laughs> so oh I thought, so I thought we can tell our creepy uncle stories, I guess like a poem or a limerick. I don't know. I'm trying to take it back to these times. Okay. Using you know, the words that they used to use in the 17th century on a regular fucking day basis because this is just what they do. And I think it's called archaic or is it arch- archaic? I'm actually... Yeah, archaic. Yeah. archaic language, right? Yeah, don't come up to our Atlas language. Right. You know what? This is not who we be, right? <laughs> we're not We're not linguists, languagists, whether that exists or not. Um, but I figured we can make it like very historical, old fashioned. It doesn't have to be the whole thing because this shit is hard as fuck as I tried myself. I had to actually write it down. Um, you know, so if you want to start it off and then switch into your regular self and tell your story, that's fine. It's kind of like you me. start because then I'll just steal and then add it to my stupid story. Come on. It's like shit. So just you start and then I'll be like, oh, impressed. And then you present the theme and you're going. Veering off topic. <laughs> Go ahead. Babe. You know, After I love you, it too. Please. 
I know I love it because I'm just like, okay, Jay, so this is what we're going to do. Meanwhile, I'm like, fuck, can I do it? I don't even know what is, how am I going to accomplish this task that I'm, again, I don't fucking follow the rules. This is what I do. All right. So now that we got into the rules, like I said before, Jay and I have had many similar experiences in life. And this time our experiences have brought us together to talk about the creepy uncles in our lives. So I will go first. Excuse me, pardon, pardon me. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna be serious, I'm gonna be serious. (laughs) Uh, Just to let you know, disclaimer, I read this like three times to my husband and he was like, huh, that sounds really good. Awesome, yeah. So I'm just trying to, you know, I'm trying to set the mood for y'all, so don't come for me. I'm, I, I tried my best. All right. Why come for her? She's good. Come on. Thou's unk was a weird old fella. <laughs> you see? Hi. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Here, <clears throat> here. <laughs> For he wasn't thy unk or thine unk, but he sure was a regular. He would, he would hang around the children as in providing protection, but thou was told by thy mother and father to use the power of detection. I feel like I'm fine to spell. Like You're cursing the damn god of all power. Yeah, do it. <laughs> For thy unk had a weird little history. But it was kept a complete mystery. Oh. Until that dreadful morrow, Unk decided to act. Tis was the last time Unk was seen after that. Oh. Hi. <laughs> Damn. I love it. It feels like... Out of a... Oh my god, it feels like out of an old book that I read sometimes. <laughs> wow. Damn it. <laughs> feels creepy wow. enough. <laughs> what did this old pack do? Come I know. On. So, long story short, <laughs> um, to tell the story very quickly, in terms that humanoids can un- understand. So, growing up, we had this neighbor. He used to live on the fourth floor. And he wasn't family, but he would always tell us, like, you can call me uncle. And back in those days, like the 90s and stuff like that, when you grew up, you were like, the community was very family-based, right? Everybody yeah. in the community was kind of like always watching over the children, making sure everybody was good. Neighbors always took care of each other. So that's how it was for us growing up. So I guess he kind of took that, you know, into consideration or took advantage of that. It was like, no, 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 you can call me uncle. Right. <laughs> Right. He used it to his own damn benefit. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> Let me take care of the kids. You know, this is how I felt it. <laughs> I love the children. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what he did. But he used to be like, oh, you can call me uncle, whatever you need. You know, if I ever see you outside, you need some money, you need some chump change, let me know. I'm here to take care of you. I love your mother. I love your father. Ah, 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 ah. Right? Okay. Fine. So um, we would, you know, we would see him out and about all the time. He, his wife, actually, him and his wife used to fight 
all the time, like arguing. She always kicked him out the house. So it was very interesting because he was always like, I'm your uncle. But his wife would be like, get out. You're a scumbag. Like, I hate you, whatever. He, yeah, they were always like very, very trigger warning, very verbally abusive to each other. And who knows what the hell happens, you know, behind closed doors. Mm. You know, it is what it is. But he was always like that aggressor, that aggressive type. So when he would come up to him, he was like, oh, I'm your uncle. He used to have like this really like, like scratchy, loud voice. He was very intimidating. So I'm just like, okay, okay, yep. Okay. Yeah, you're my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> just leave me alone. Okay, fine. You fucking said that 300 times. You're my fucking uncle. I oh. get it. But then I realized I'm like, oh, repetition is key because that's how people learn. You know what I mean? Like he was probably, he kept saying, oh, you're my uncle. You're my uncle. Oh, I'm your uncle. I'm your uncle. I'm your uncle. So we can kind of like, exactly. Yes. Right. So he had two children of his own, by the way, that we always hung out with, two boys. They were cute. And we used to tussle. You know, we were young, so we'd be like, ah, oh, get out of here. We were like, fight or whatever. So they yeah. were really cute, but he would get like really, really, really upset at his sons if like we were playing around or roughhousing or whatever to the point where I'm just like, calm down. It's fine. Like, I don't even want to play here anymore. <laughs> I want to leave. So whatever. Like, he just had a very weird way about him because it wasn't even aggressive. Like, he was teaching his kids a lesson or teaching them something. It was just like, dude, you're way too angry at your two sons for absolutely no reason. Like we're just playing around. It's totally cool. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So fast forward, I'm a teenager. I want to say I'm like 13. Uh, yeah. Like about 13, maybe 14 years old. I'm at home. The phone rings and it's him. And he's just like, Hey, how are you? I'm like, Oh, I'm doing great. How are you? He's like, Oh, I'm fine. Um, so typically I will give you a little, bit of a backstory because you know for all my New Yorkers that aren't listening a New Yorker who answers the phone and doesn't know who it is on their caller ID you get a little aggressive so I remember when he called I didn't recognize the number and when I answered I said yo what up like it was kind of disgusting (laughs) this is my dad like we have a caller ID for this particular reason he doesn't answer if he doesn't know who it's calling like no we don't care dad it could be an emergency the hell you know, so we get the vibe from you guys. Right. So as soon as he called, I didn't, again, I didn't recognize the number. I'm like, yo, what up? Who this? Like, aggressive. And he was like, oh, my God, it's me, your uncle. I'm like, homie, you are not my, because now I'm older. You know, homie, <laughs> you are not, you're not Theo. <laughs> calm down. Stop. <laughs> calm, calm down. <laughs> You know, I just got very Bronx, but already like on the phone, I was just like, ew, why is he calling? If, Because I already told him like my mom and my dad are at home, but he's still talking. I'm like, this is awkward. But then he asked me again, hey, is your mom home? I said, no, she's not here. Is your dad home? Mind you, my dad hasn't been home. Now, if I'm like 13 or 14, that'll be like either three or four years my dad hasn't even been living with us. So I'm just like, no, my dad isn't home. Like, right. Everybody knew that too. I'm just like, fuck you, uncle. Right. I'm like, no, he's not home. Where are you getting at? Right. So he's like, oh my gosh, I I need to go over because I'm just going to go over there and wait for your mom. I really have to talk to your mom. I'm going to go over and I'm going to go talk to her. And, but I said, but she's not here. So he's like, well, no, I'm going to like sit there and I'm going to wait. I said, you ain't waiting in my house. (laughs) Not on my watch, bitch. (laughs) Facts. I was like, you're not coming to my house. He's like, no, no, no. I'm I'm so close. 
I will be right there. I'm just going to sit there and wait for your mom. And I have to use the bathroom anyway. Ew. I know. So I'm just like. You're here to sit in my house. No. Talk about cringe. I know. And I was like, all right. And as much as I hate using this term, red flags were like, bing, 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 bing. I know that Quentin Tarantino, I wish you had it. Like, woo, kill Bill. This is what I feel with people. That is my Definitely, it went up in your head. I think the closest thing I have to that is this. <laughs> I'm scared already. That's that, and but that's how I felt, and I'm just like, all right, well, I'm safe at home. You know what I mean? As long as I don't open the door, I'm safe. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. So I'm like, well, my mom isn't home. You can't come over. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there, and just hangs up. So I'm like, what? This bitch got the last word. So I'm already upset. Like, you know, I'm already kind of getting into my head, like, and like fight or flight, but more like the fight, like, oh, I want to punch him in the face (laughs) because like, how dare you have the last word? This is my house. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I start making calls. I call everyone and I'm like, oh my God, somebody's coming over. Oh my God, somebody's coming over. Finally, my mom picks up the phone. She's like, what? Why is he coming over? I said, I don't know, mom. I told him you weren't here. Now, I'm not going to say this was a mistake, but one of the things I did do was call my dad. And my father, you remember mental health check, please. Thank you. Yeah. My dad, uh, he just was very, 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 very aggressive. Like with, yeah, yeah. Very aggressive. So the point where there were times where I'm like, okay, I don't want to really tell my dad certain things. Cause I just don't want to get him upset and riled up because you know, he gets tunnel vision. He's just like, Rawr! he like really hulks out. Yeah. So, I um, kind of a jackass too when he was young, but now he had the redemption arc like the movies. So I get you. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the retired De Niro. Now he's an old man sitting in the corner. But back you know then, what? he was kind of a bitch. Yeah. You know what? De Niro had a kid though. He's 79. I know what. <laughs> I mean, hello. Maybe <laughs> ah. my dad has one hiding in the corner. I'll get to you. <laughs> As he says, <laughs> you're good, you. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out, De Niro. We love you. Um, But yes, so I called my dad and my dad calls me back and he's like, what's going on? I tell him what's going on. And I most certainly got this from my dad. He gets like very quiet, very still. And he's just like, okay, honey, just don't open the door. And I'm like, oh, this is a weird reaction. Well, everybody's like heightened. He's just like, just don't open the door. It's fine. I said, okay, dad, fine. I'm sitting there staring at the door with the phone in my hand, like a fucking horror movie. Then boom, 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 boom. He knocks on the door and I'm just like, fuck. I'm like, who is it? He goes, open the door. It's me. It's me. I got to pee. Let me in, please. I said, bitch, you weren't coming in. (laughs) Get out and pee somewhere else, bitch. I said, you better go back outside and find a corner to pee in. He's like, no, no, no. Come on, I got to use the bathroom. Come on, I got really got to pee. No, you don't. <laughs> if you really had to pee, you would have done it before you got here. Because where were you before you got here? No. It's just, it's not. So literally five minutes, because nobody was home yet. So I had called my mom. She's like, I'm on my way. My dad was just like, don't open the door. So I didn't even know that he was going to show up. And, you know, a lot of the neighbors I told him to, they were like, that's weird. So, you know, they were kind of, oh, it was a summer day. I think a summer afternoon. So everybody was kind of like out. 
So I sit there like it, it felt like a lifetime, but it was like 10 minutes. It felt like 45 minutes where I'm sitting there and he's still out the door, but he's like begging, like, come on, please. And then I would think he'll leave. And I'd be like, are you there? Are you looking through the people? I'm like, oh my fucking gosh, what? this guy is fucking wild. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, finally, all I hear. So I hear silence and then I hear like somebody fell down the stairs. So I'm like, oh my God, maybe he got hurt because like, I'm still a kid. I know. You know? Right. Thank God kids these days are bitches. Yeah, no, right. I'm happy for them. Right. So I was just like, damn, maybe he fell down the stairs. And then five seconds later, I hear screaming. But the screaming is like traveling from the lobby, from the first floor of the, my, my apartment to outside. So if you're from New York... Everybody knows when there's drama, you go to the fucking fire skate. You look outside, especially if your building's facing the front, you go to the fire skate, you go see what the drama is. You know how many times I got in trouble fucking bitches looking out the fire skate like, oh, I saw Michelle doing, ah, I'm like, oh my God. Ah, the snipers are fucking, oh my God. Like, stop telling yeah. me. So I ran to the fire escape. And when I looked at the fire, mind you, just so you know, the fire escape is the source of news. Whatever's going on on the block, I, I might <laughs> I think this is why I'm like, all right, reporting live from the fire escape <laughs> in the Bronx. <laughs> oh my goodness. Dominican man drags other Dominican man out the building. Back to you, Jay. Like <laughs> so my dad had dragged him. My dad got to the to the building first, dragged him outside and pounded him out like there were times where I think I was screaming and then I would yell at myself like why are you screaming like he was you know being creepy so this is what he gets this is what he deserves so better but you know but I felt bad because just like you don't want to see other people getting hurt I don't think that's you know, to me that's not fun to see so I'm just it's like not oh, yeah right so I'm like, Worse. Hey. Right. So I'm like daddy no daddy stop it no dad <laughs> and he's just, just calling to her dad right. really and no, like I'm yelling at him from the fire escape and he's downstairs and he's just like pounding him out. And then he throws him in his car. He opened, he opens the door to this, my, the creepy uncle's car. He throws him in the car and he says, drive away and never come back. He's like, if you come back, I'll do more than just beat the shit out of you. My God, Liam Neeson style. I will find you. Ooh. I have a particular set of skills. <laughs> Oh, wow. Right. And I never saw him again. Mind you, that was supposed to be like a really short version. I feel like I dragged it out. I love I it. I a little longer. It was so suspenseful. I was like, uh, what is going to happen next? Yeah. Yay. Right. But honestly, I felt like we were negotiating through the door. It was pretty petrifying. He was just like, well, just let me in. I really, I just have to pee. Come on. Like, your mom didn't raise you this way. Like, he was using all these really creepy tactics. One of the things that make us as women victims and vulnerable is being forced into niceness and politeness no 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 you can be impolite you can be rude when you feel that you are threatened no matter who is on the other side please i've yes. been in this a couple of times oh jay i love that because that is very true, That's true. You, yeah they kind of force feed you um be nice and this i mean i'm not gonna say feminism is wrong being feminine is great but there are certain times where, and this is why I think it's important to have a male figure 
in the home because this is the time where the male figure will be like, okay, this looks creepy. This is how you respond. If you feel, you know, you're, you're, you feel like your aura is being messed with, you have a funny feeling in your gut, always follow your gut. You know what I mean? And I, I feel like women sometimes don't, and don't come from me. These are our experiences, but women we're treated, we looked at like, okay, you have to be nice. You have to be polite. You have to mind your manners. You can't be disrespectful. Don't use foul, disgusting, derogatory language, but sometimes being loud, when somebody's trying to hurt you and you know that being loud is what gets attention from everybody else is kind of what saves you most of the time because you're being loud. And I don't want to be dark or anything, but sometimes this saves women and does not like I've known women who have been victims to horrible things because they accepted something from someone they didn't like. They overstayed when they felt like they should rush and follow the adrenaline. So Please listen to whatever. Don't let anyone trap you into that. Like, if you feel like you want to be a bitch, be a bitch. As long as you're you're not doing it to, you know, like an 80-year-old crossing the street. You don't get to someone who is threatening your space, trying right. to, to overstay or to just cross a boundary that you've set. So I'm just so happy that you followed your instincts of being strong and being like, you held your ground. Like, no, no, I don't care. Aww. My mom raised me to stand up for myself so kudos thank you yeah i appreciate that well my moral goes only because i have children so my moral my moral is like simply just protect your children you know if there's someone if you have to warn and this is how i think about this if people are coming over right family friends because once you consider people friends and they come over to your children's space to me that's a big thing because you're sharing your space with the most vulnerable you know you have to protect these kitties so if you have to tell your kids like oh my gosh uh, just be careful because so-and-so is coming so that already is a red flag you know what I mean because subconsciously you already feel uncomfortable about this person that's coming over so maybe you have to kind of weigh your options, like, look at, look at the reasoning behind why you feel uncomfortable. Because sometimes it's not right in front of your face, but it could just be subconsciously. You know, you don't want to have to warn the children, oh, somebody's coming over, make sure you don't, you don't want to have to do that. So again, there's something subconsciously saying there's a red flag. And like I said, I hate using that fucking term. But if the back of your brain is telling you there is something not right about this person, just listen to it. That's it. That's my moral. Yes, what a moral. No, oh, thank you. Thank you. No, but I like yours too. Absolutely, girl. But I feel like this your story brought in and also to just chime in, you know, all these stories that we've been fed when we were kids, you know, like the three little pigs, red riding hood, they're totally true. Like some strangers give up the worst vibes. Don't trust someone knocking at your door. When you're walking, try to avoid people you feel are not giving you enough safety. And always, I think when you're in a good relationship with people around you or your family or whatever, your feelings will be tuned perfectly. Like I know this because when I was gaslit, my feelings, my gut feeling was kind of like turned off. I couldn't make out if people were good or bad. It just felt everything was fucked up as if, you know, like all the system, all the wires in the system were screwed. Yeah. So now that I'm back to being myself, I can tell if I like a person, if I don't like a person, a person is giving me vibes that I'm safe or not. So always trust these feelings. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right, Jay. So it is your turn to tell us your Victorian-esque. This is some 17th century shit. <laughs> I don't even God, I wish I could just say any look i'll just i'll borrow it from this story okay there's this story 
Tank by AJ McLean from the Backstreet Boys. He used to kind of like woo girls with it. So I'm just going to use his storytelling techniques to tell short hints of our mind. Sorry, AJ, if you're listening anywhere in the world, we're just tripping you off a little bit. Okay. AJ, we love. I want it that, that way. way. <laughs> Isn't he the best? Ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's hot. All right. <laughs> Come on, girl. <laughs> you got to use these skills in the voice right. acting business. <laughs> right, I'm going to let you do your thing. I'm going I'm to I'm be quiet. I'm going to let you do your thing. Okay. So, many moons ago in a far-off place lived an uncle with a gloomy face. Oh, he didn't have hair alas. But he put this hair alas to cover up whatever blank space he has. This uncle lived in a castle far away from peoples. Unbeknownst to anybody, he had a story to tell with the two girls from the Salah family. So let's open our ears and listen to what they have to say. So, bitch, that was. To me, he was like, oh, I don't have anything. I'm listening. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I know exact. I know exactly where this is going. <laughs> that was great. Okay, okay, okay. Tell your story. All right. Okay, so in our family, there is this distant relative whom everybody just hated. People didn't like him. He wasn't socially really fun and all. In every family gathering, he'd be sitting in a corner. He was always sour, had this face, didn't really like other people, only his wife and kids and stuff like that. And he really looked like, you know, you know these men who didn't have sense of style, but they would just overdo it. Like, he was going bold, my love. And he would just take parts of his hair and kind of like, used gel to make it cover the bolt so it made him look worse and everybody knew it he had these glasses ancient glasses and he was french race so he'd always say like things like and people would be like oh, bitch you know like people would be like oh, yeah loser oh, <laughs> and, <I'm so> tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly and he was exactly too low since he's french and people would be like uh and all the dudes would be like you know chilling and stuff and he would just suck in it and he had this tone it's like doesn't make him any better and it's like oh, you know what we should get to the restroom or something like that and people would be like huh, yeah right all the guys in our family and stuff so he didn't talk to anybody and he disliked all the kids if a kid you know like just ran and passed by him he'd be like cleaning his trousers and whatever and just asking for his duté not tea and just giving everybody like eh, stuff like that and only the only person he really really must talk to who? My five-year-old sister. And my five-year-old sister was like insane, man. She was a, cra you know, crazy kids who are like talking about aliens and space trips and just laughing in the middle of nowhere and just like, you know, sticking their boogers to make other people disgusted. And stuff. This was my sister, mind you. Now she's, you know, like this elegant sales expert working in corporation. But as a kid, she was just, you know, snot-nosed, you know, like chocolate and shit like that. She would go and tell him all these crazy-ass stories about a lion that ate sweet or eight you know like grains the lion that ate grains went out there and you know what the lion did he loves to eat grains and i would see the motherfucker interested in her story insanely like what is your problem and he would tell her come and sit on my lap i want to hear more about this story and she would just jump and like give him you know like kicks and punch him and he'd be very happy even screwing up his 
fucked up already hair. You know, all the hairs left. And he'd be so cool with it. And people would be like, oh, okay, maybe he has a way with kids. Although he was kind of shitty to his kids too. Until that one time, when he was holding burning, scalding hot tea. And she was just telling him, and this, you know, like, Lane was out there eating the greens and having a good time. And then, whoa! And she kind of, like, kicked the cup out of his hand. Scalding hot tea falls on his balls, man. And he screams in agony. And I all kind of, like, pulled her and, like, why did you do this? Hey, you're respectful. And she's like, I pulled her into the guy. And the guy doesn't even look, like, irritated. Can you believe the motherfucker? He's actually, I don't know. And at the time, all we did was, like, what's wrong with this guy? Like, he doesn't like anyone. And he likes my son. Like, he likes you. She's like, I know, right? She, she doesn't give a shit. She just wants to tell him all the stupid, crazy stories. Yeah. And now, when my throwback years later, like after this incident, I don't think he came to the family gathering often <laughs> because he looked like can you could see through his pants, man. <laughs> the hot tea gave you like, uh, you know, this idea of how big his bulge was or not. So he steered away from the family gatherings for good. And I think he didn't even meet my sister until later, where he became even a more respectful Frenchman. And I would be like, hi, hi, hello. And then when my friend told me that, I was, I said, my sister was like, man, this guy was creepy, wasn't he? Why was he interested in you? Oh, shit, motherfucker. And nobody even doubted him because he had all the Frenchmen, you know, like persona in the front. So nobody would even think that he was creepy. And the way he was like, come, come and sit and tell me the stories. Maybe he was trying to think of something. And then, you know, like the, the things that are protecting kids made her give him the, you know, like scolding hot tea treatment. And right. that kind of like stopped him for good. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And she was, she said she was five. Yes. Yeah. So definitely. She was probably like, listen, I know <laughs> you, you trying to start something, but they won't be nothing. Splash. Kaboom. Third degree burns. Yes. <laughs> like I don't know. A couple of French words. And then never to be seen again. Holy shit. Okay. That's weird for a couple of things. So I guess, I mean, I want to ask you, do you think, or have you always heard the term, like, don't ever sit on like a guy's lap when you were a kid? Like, don't sit on anybody's lap. I don't care who it is, girl, boy, or man or woman, don't sit on their lap. This Have you is ever- happening now. But you know, like back when we were young and it was yeah. like Egypt in the 90s and 80s, nobody doubted anybody. You know, the terms of, you know, like child abuse and, you know, like pedophilia, they weren't even familiar to normal people. So you could, you have uncles, you know, like hugging you and kissing you and telling you to sit on their laps. This is the thing. Now, kids nowadays, they're more aware. Parents nowadays are more aware. But in the past, it wasn't that familiar. People, people really trusted each other. People thought, you know, like, all old people are good. This is family. Nobody would harm anybody. But then when you just look at things in retrospective, no, it wasn't that good. But, but parents weren't aware and families weren't aware. This is why. Oh, I see. So growing up, I used to hear that all the time. Like, don't you dare sit on anybody's lap. Don't, you know, if they say, hey, come sit on my lap, you don't do yeah. it. Like, that's not what you're going to do. Don't do yeah. that. I'm like, okay. So for me, I don't even know. I guess the moral of the story is if you feel somebody's being weird and they have a hot scolding cup of tea, spill that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and aim it. Don't you dare not aim it. Aim it. 
spill that bitch because right. leave your mark on them. Right. I told you this is the Alexandrian way. Like I'll leave a mark on you. Damn. Does your sister talk about this story at all? Or does she like think about it ever? Never. She's like, now that she's she's talking to me, she's like, oh my god, I know. He was crazy, wasn't he? But he's as if he's evaporated from her memory. Mm. It wasn't only until I told her about it. She's like, oh my god, shit, yeah, but I got him good. It's like, oh shit, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I got him good, didn't I? Like, yeah, you did. You did. Good job, sis. <laughs> Good job. Yeah, I, I don't understand people being creepy. And I feel, okay, so like getting serious about it, I know that at least a lot of the stories I've heard is always of the creepy uncle. But instead of doing something about it, instead of saying you can't come to these family functions, you can't be around our children, you can't do X, Y, and Z, it's more like you have to put it on the kids and be like, just be careful with that one over there. Be careful with this one over there. It's like, no, that's, that's unfair. They're here to have fun. They're here to be free. They're here to be children. Why do they, why do they have to be the ones to be vigilant? And no, you as the parent, be vigilant, you know, as the adult, be vigilant, say, no, you guys, you people cannot come in here because we have to protect our kids. So, right. Very interesting. Interesting. Ah, oh, mi gente, we have reached the end of Funny Gals Talk. But before we go, Jay, you know you got to let them know where to find you, girl. I think I'm on Twitter and Instagram as Jylan, at Jylan Salman. And I also have my YouTube channel where I have the Jay Days series going on. Also on Twitter. it's I think the channel is the same, Jylan Salman. You'll just find me. And it's called the Jay Days if you want to look it up. Yeah, the Jay Days. I told you I'm obsessed. The Jay Days. Yay. Yeah. And they're so you. And every time we talk about the J days, they're so you. They embody, I mean, they're called the J days. So if it wasn't like you, then I'll be a little, I'll be like, all right, girl, we got to talk. Yeah. About yes. <laughs> but they're definitely totally you. And now it's my turn to say a whole bunch of shit. So you heard of me, Hente. Make sure you go ahead and follow her. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. And make sure you tune in next month to Funny Gals Talk. I'm not sure what we're going to talk about, but, you know, Funny Gals are going to be talking. So we're going to figure that out. And make sure you subscribe to the It's Michelle podcast on YouTube. You can tune into regular scheduled podcast programming. I always do that to myself, but I feel like the more I say it, the better, the better I get. And I think I'm going to have a new episode next week, which will be, I think, the first week of June. It's fucking summer, y'all. Oh, my God. Jay, I can't tell you how much I detest summer in the city. I know, because summer, I think, is better when you're by the sea. Like, if there was a way I could stay by the sea all summer, please, please. Ugh, if you're listening. Right. <laughs> yeah, I can't fucking stand it. But anyway, so I think there's going to be a snippet of this episode on the new Patreon page. Yes, I'm very excited. Like I said before, this page is going to be super unfiltered. It'll definitely be unscripted because it'll be like all the behind the scenes stuff. So definitely send you guys the information so you guys can tune in, subscribe, all that good stuff. They're fucking loud out there. I'm telling you, this the, this loud behavior New York is, have, is giving me today, it's pissing me all the way off. All right, y'all. So I want to remind you to make sure you go follow me on Instagram at it's.me.show. 
click the link in the bio. It'll take you to podcast platforms and so much more. And I think that's it. Don't forget to send us emails, DM us, send us voice messages, telling us your story. If you want us to, you know, make fun of it, do something funny with it, make light of it. We're definitely going to do it. Anything else, Jay? Oh, thank you, baby. All right. With that said, peace and love. We out. That's hot. I see you. It's me. 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 It's me.